102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 534 and Thin Lizzy. We're back to Nagel and Rock 102. Thin Lizzy. Is that what you just said? That is exactly what I said. Uh, it's uh, going to be uh, pretty thick with the rain today, though. Nothing thin about it. It's going to clear up, though. Well, I'm looking at rain. Oh, you got something that says it's going to clear up in the afternoon? That's what I got. I just got rain all day. And this is from the National Weather Service. I got mine from the Weather Channel. Uh, 55 for a high tomorrow and sunny. It's 67 right now in downtown Springfield. Scott Cohen will be joining us today for a full 10, 12 minutes of phoniness. Mmm, great. Can't wait. My plenty favorite to, guest ever. Plenty to talk about, though. It's football, it's World Series, it's hockey. Yeah. A lot going on. So we'll be uh, talking to him uh, later on today. And some other stuff, too. Oh, we got tons of other stuff. Oh, yeah. It's 535 with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 551 and Foreigner with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. Going to be rainy this morning and I guess clearing this afternoon with a high of 74. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 55. 67 right now in downtown Springfield. Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Aqua Pump, an expert in all water supply systems from the well through the pump and into the house. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So, from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. Uh, Aaron Carter was found dead in his home in Lancaster, California on Saturday. He was only 34 years old. Aaron's house sitter found his body in the bathtub at around 11 a.m. and called 911. No word yet on the cause of death, but uh, authorities say they didn't find any evidence of foul play. Yeah, that can only be a handful of things. 34 years old. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, young. After selling millions and millions of albums in the late 90s and early 2000s, Aaron struggled with substance abuse and went to rehab several times, so now they're speculating on whether yeah. that might have had something to do with it. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, it was shocking to hear somebody so young pass away over the weekend. I can't say I'm a huge fan of the guy, but even I saw that headline. Was, yeah. Wow. Oh, What's up I, with that? I know nothing about his music or sure anything. No, I don't. Yeah, you do. No, yeah, you do. No, I'm you do. more familiar with his older brother's uh, uh, catalog from the back with the Backstreet Boys, Nick Carter, but not Aaron Carter. Gotcha. Uh, at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony this weekend, Dolly Parton shared a microphone with Judas Priest and uh, singer Rob Halford. Lionel Richie teamed up with Dave Grohl, and sadly, we learned that Duran Duran guitarist Andy Taylor is battling stage four cancer. He actually hasn't been with a band for a while. He's been like yeah, back and forth, but just found out uh, this news. But that that Rob Halford, uh, Dolly Parton thing. Yeah. If you ever thought for a moment she shouldn't be in there. She just amped up her uh, her status pretty damn high. Singing with Rob Halford. Yeah, they did Jolene. Oh, see, I was really hoping they do uh, Caress of Steel. Or, or Islands uh, in the Stream. No, not that one. <laughs> not Caress of Steel. Uh, what is that? Uh, something from Stained Class. Uh, I don't know. Something. something oh, yeah. uh, I would love to see her do a whole Judas Priest album. Nine to five? No, she should do nine to f- They should do... Her songs with their rendition. Yeah, you're yeah, right. Nine you're to right. five. Can you see Rob Halford doing that? Actually, I can. Yeah. Robert in, in his own way. Robert Downey Jr. inducted Duran Duran and said they only uh, and said that when they played at his 50th birthday party, quote, the wife of this prominent director tore off her bra and threw it on stage. Ooh, Hell look of a at show. you. 
And uh, Lionel Richie went home with more than just a new trophy. He was there with his girlfriend, who's 40 years younger than she than he is. a boy, Lionel. He's, he's 73, and she's 33. And he's saying, hello, is it me you're looking for? No, seriously, uh, I really, I'm having trouble. I got cataracts really bad. <laughs> is, yeah. is it a senior citizen you're looking for? Yeah. Carly Simon couldn't make the ceremony, so Sarah Bareilles and Olivia Rodrigo performed for her. Ah. Oh. Does Carly Simon have any idea who those people are? No, but she's so vain, she probably thought the whole thing was about her. She is so vain. You know? Damn. Uh, Black Panther director... We had such anticipation about it, too. I was hoping. Uh, Black Panther director Ryan Coogler remembers his last phone call with Chadwick Boseman. He said, quote, I could tell something was up, but he was joking and laughing. That's it? That's the story? Not much of a story. I mean, could you talk about... What he was joking about, I, or I don't know. I what think, made you think that something was going on? I think people just like to tell everybody, "Hey, he talked to me before he died." Well, he probably talked to a lot of people before he died. Yeah, why that? Why this guy? Yeah, and if you felt something was up, uh, well, I don't even know what did he die of. Chadwick Boseman was it cancer? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, I think it was cancer. Yeah, so uh, he didn't want to tell anybody that he had cancer. So what? What are you getting at? Oh, I was talking to him. He didn't sound right. Well, then what did you do about it? Well, nothing. Well, then why are you even talking about it? Talking about uh, people we've lost so far this year now that, you know, the Aaron Carter about passed away. We lost uh, Sidney Poitier, Bob Saget, Meatloaf, Louis Anderson, Sally Kellerman, William Hurt, Taylor Hawkins, uh, Estelle Harris, Gilbert Gottfried, Liz Sheridan, Naomi Judd. Ray Liotta. Do you want me to keep going? No, it's uh, just more depressing me more and more. Uh, James Caan, Paul Mm -hmm. Sorvino. All of these people have died. And, of course, most recently, uh, Angela Lansbury and Loretta Lynn. That was a tough one. I didn't see that coming. The Loretta Loretta Lynn one. If she had survived, how old would she have been? Uh, She never would have made it. Houston furniture tycoon Mattress Mac won a record $75 million betting on the Astros to win the World Series. The Astros took the title Saturday night with a 4-1 win over the Phillies in Game 6. $75 million. The way he bet, he couldn't possibly lose. And I don't know how this is legal. Because I don't understand it well enough to say that's right or that's wrong. He placed several different bets, but the biggest one was at Caesars, where the payout was $30 million, which Caesars called, quote, the biggest check in sports betting history. I, how, I don't know how he he bet a total of $10 million on the Astros to win the series, and because they did, he pocketed the $75 million. But it doesn't say how he did it. I don't know, but you have to have, uh, you have to sell a lot of mattresses if you don't win. Uh, or you have to sell a lot of mattresses just to write the check. I guess so. I don't know of anybody around here selling that many mattresses. What about that betting barn guy? Maybe that guy. Yeah. He but could that, use $75 million. Think he'd invest in a commercial? Maybe. Maybe a better production. Uh, Kathy Griffin and others have been banned from Twitter for changing their usernames to Elon Musk. You know, Valerie Bertinelli did it this weekend. Nothing happened to her. Well, she's Val- Valerie Bertinelli. All right, but, you know, I mean, in all fairness, Kathy Griffin did it. She gets banned. Yeah. Valerie Bertinelli does it. Yeah. Everyone says, oh, that's it's Valerie. This, this whole Elon Musk taking over Twitter thing and him going uh, free speech and then banning a bunch of people 
really doesn't kind of back up what you just said that you were going to do with this uh, this whole democratizing uh, Twitter. It's that whole do as I say, not as I do thing. Yeah. Well, it's a bunch of crap, Elon. And the whole Kardashian crew got together to celebrate Kris Jenner's birthday. It no was kidding. a huge blowout. Really? Yeah. Chris must have had something. Uh, Kate. Kate. Kim. Kim must have had Kim. something to yeah. say. Oh, my God. The last time I had a blowout like this was when Ray J ate the panty parfait and enjoyed some poutine protein in that sex tape you can purchase on YouPorn for thirty nine ninety five. Everybody loves a parfait. You like gravy, though? I do like gravy. On your French fries? I'm a little worried about the curds. Uh, Caitlin? Well, I never got that done and dirty with your mother, Chris Kim, uh, but I once did some tonsil painting. <laughs> Just call me Mr. Piscasso. <laughs> what, are you, what are you trying to say? <laughs> no, 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 I haven't gotten done yet. Uh, I, had a D- I gave her a DNA smoothie from the Shake Shack. <laughs> now what are you trying to say? I'm trying to say is I put some booster juice in the mayo box. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never, ever eating mayo again. And uh, Kanye? Uh, Kim said we are polar opposites, but neither of us look like polar bears. So I don't know what she's getting at. I can tonsil paint, though. <laughs> know what my artist name is? No, what? Raptor Go, because I don't have a van. <laughs> I just got raptors to go around my ranch out in Wyoming. That's your Hollywood T-Rash and Rock 102. Oh, yeah. This January... Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 611 and the Scorpions with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Ooh, had something stuck in my throat there. Uh, rainy this morning and then clearing by this afternoon and uh, tomorrow, a uh, high of 74. Tomorrow, sunny and a high of 55. It's 67 right now in downtown Springfield. Scott Cohen will be joining us a little bit later on this morning. There's loads of sports to talk with uh, Scott about. Loads. Yeah, unless stuff. he wants to, you know, interrupt the conversation with his inane observations about life. Yeah. Calling I, us phonies or what yeah, have you. Yeah, well, he's got a little surprise for him when he comes in this morning. So we'll hear all about that. All right. Uh, so a uh, successful weekend as far as uh, the 11-year-old birthday party slash sleepover went. Now, uh, you had five 11-year-olds over? Let's see. Uh, one, two. Well, five including my kid. Yeah. Okay. So you had four other kids. Well, and we had more kids, but not all of them slept over. You Did, know, there, was, there was like three or four more other kids that were there for like a finite number of hours. Now, how was that uh, determined? Was there like a like a luck of the draw? Like you get to stay at the Nagel house because we like you better? Um, did you have like children leaving uh, in a disappointed uh, fashion? You, you know what? I, 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 I didn't get into the logistics of that. I had a cap. I of, see. At my house. So, uh, you know, we had to pick and choose, you know, I guess. I see. Sort of thing. But, and, and all these uh, little 11-year-old girls that were not staying over, were you the one to... Let them down and say, "Yeah, this is a sleepover for the special ones." Well, you know, you, hap- you refuse, King Richard. Mark out, march out the door with your parents. It uh, it happened with my kid uh, the, the same way uh, back over the summer, so it really wasn't much different than how these. This other is a spite sleepover. 
It is a spite sleepover. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. It's like, oh, are you going to do that? Oh, we'll do the same exact thing. It wasn't intended that way, but it just happened to be that way. <laughs> F you, Mocha Joe. Listen, I I, I get to, you know, my, my girlfriend was there. We, we, you know, she helped out. It's a two-person job. You can't uh, you can't just do that on your own. Right. Um, but uh, they, they were good kids. They're not, uh, there was no, no complaints. No they drinking? No smoking? Well, uh, after that was all done, they were fine. No cutting up rails of uh, of blow on the uh, on the piano. Nope, nope, none of that. None of that. That's uh, that's next week's. Party. How about any of that uh, hard rock and roll music? You know the stuff that uh, elicits the name of Satan. Yeah, it was uh, it was pretty much Harry Styles. Close the enough. Entire, yeah, yeah, yeah. That devil music. That devil music in my house. Um, but no, it was uh, it was uh, it was successful. We had uh, and I cooked those burnt ends on the grill. Oh, with the pork bellies. Yeah. Now they didn't come out. Uh, not, nothing's going to be like Theodore's. You know, you can't really duplicate that kind of recipe. True. Um, but I also made some mistakes along the way cooking those. You know, like. Uh, like running out of pellets uh, because I didn't check the oh. hopper before I started it. Like, you know, like an idiot. But I was like rushing around. So I had to like kind of ramp it up again. Sure. You know, it was probably had no pellets in it for about 10 minutes. And then I had to, you know, put it in there to keep that low and slow thing. So right. they came out a little bit. A little chewy? Well, a little bit tougher than I thought. But then the next day, they were so much better. Really? Yeah, it was almost like it kind of needed that time to 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 sit and hmm. I don't know uh, what was going on, but it, the the, the uh, it was like caramelized barbecue sauce over the top of these things. That does sound good. And though. I just used that uh, sweet baby rays. Simple, as simple as that. That was a I think that was a James Taylor song. Rocked yes. by sweet baby Ray. Yeah, and he was right about it. It's a good, it's a good sauce. Yeah, he could smell the uh, the, the smoke from uh, Stockbridge to Boston. <laughs> Um, uh, but yeah, it was one. It was one of those things that I that I was like proud that it actually worked a little bit. I was, I, but I was I wasn't satisfied at first. I've never uh, actually uh, cooked pork belly. I love eating it. Mm-hmm. If it's if it's uh, served somewhere, I yeah. love it. But I've never tackled it. I I got them. I got them from Arnold's. I got two, two pork bellies. Oh. I don't, maybe it's one pork belly and it's cut in half. I don't know how big a belly is. Well, I mean, think of a pig. You know, right. It's like a full-size pig or a little pot belly pig. Well, I don't know what kind of pig it came off of. You don't ask questions? No, it just said pork bellies in the in the on the label. Oh, I get indignant. I I, I want to know exactly where this pig was uh, slaughtered. I want to know exactly how big this pig was and where's the rest of it. Oh, he came from a farm where a, a spider was uh, typing messages on a on a web. That's a delicious, succulent pig. <laughs> that seems unrealistic to me. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's what uh, WLBR stood for on the label. Wilbur. It came from Wilbur. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was. It, it's, it's one of those things where you do the first time and you're like, you know what? I can perfect this. I can do a little bit better the next time I do this. Maybe not perfect it, but I can do it a little bit better the next time. Now, uh, were these... For the children, or were these for you? These were for everybody. Really? Yeah, the kids <laughs> ate them. Uh, what do the kids think? Eh, kids weren't. Kids were more into the mac and cheese that yeah, I made. Yeah, of course they are. Uh, that's good too. The mac and cheese, the instant pot mac and cheese. Uh-huh. You gotta try this. It's from a website called the Salty Marshmallow, which already sounds good. It does. 
And uh, it's a it's a really easy recipe to do with the mac and cheese. You just take two boxes of elbow macaroni. Yeah. Put a lot of cheese in it. Eight cups of broth. Broth. Right? Okay. A big stick of butter. Mm-hmm. A bunch of di- whatever spices you want. I did like garlic powder and onion powder and... Uh, I think I put a little bit of pepper in there. Right. And then uh, you mix it all up, and you set your Instant Pot for five minutes. Mm-hmm. And then once that's done, you do the quick release on the top. And, and then, it's done. Uh, and it's, well, you open it up, and then you got uh, you got your, your noodles are all cooked. And then you take six cups of cheese. <laughs> that's what the recipe calls for. Six cups and a stick of butter. Yeah, you know what? It, I doubled the recipe because I had, and, and it went. The whole thing went. It was all gone. But I doubled the recipe because it only calls for one box of pasta. But I didn't double all the ingredients because that would have been 12 cups of cheese, which would have been way too much. I'm sorry? It would have been Has way too much. Has there ever been anything described yeah. as too much cheese? So you, you toss in six cups of shredded cheese. Yeah. And then a little bit of heavy cream. Mm-hmm. And, uh, of course, you already got the butter in there because it was a whole stick of butter that you threw in there. Right. And then uh, and then you just keep you slowly toss uh, the cheese in because yeah. you don't want it to clump up. So you put it in a little little handfuls at a time. And I used uh, sharp cheddar, uh-huh. a Kobe Jack, uh-huh. and uh, Gouda. Oh, yeah. You like the Gouda. Yeah. You know, let me uh, yeah, let me just uh, set a little thing here for you. Yeah. Um, you, know, you know what I find really interesting about this? What? Is I, uh, is, you're telling me these stories about the burnt ends and about yeah. the macaroni and cheese, and yet I don't see any here in front of me. Well, I, because... Like, uh, like, like, nobody made me a plate. Like, no one said, oh, I bet Bax would like these kinds of things. Yeah, well, we, we had a few people that didn't show up, and I had all this extra food, and uh, so I wound up giving it away. Really? Uh, people hmm. that came over, I was like, here, take this uh, take this tray of food. I would have been very, uh, I would have been very moved by mm. a plate from a party in which I was not invited. Plus, I had some of that chicken parm from AC Produce, which oh, was awesome. Jesus Christ. Just get back Kids went nuts worse. over that one. Really? Yeah. They like that one? Yeah. You know why? Because I'm sick of having pizza when I go to somebody's kid's birthday party. Yeah, you, know, you show up, you know, you're dropping your kid off, and you, you know, like, yeah, come on in and uh, have a bite to eat. We got plenty of pizza left over. Yeah, and we got them from the sweatshop pizza place down the street that we always go to when we need lots of pizza at once. And as not uh, the good pizza that's a little bit more expensive, <laughs> not for you people. And uh, it's not that I'm, I, I, I believe me, I like pizza. It's just like, yeah, I like to ramp it up a little bit. Well, it's your party. Yeah. And, you know, why? Well, because I know that there's adults coming over that will, you know, enjoy that food. Sure. Well, listen, it's, uh, you know, it's your party. You get to decide what what you want or your kids get get to decide what they want. Sure. Not one kid in the whole place said, boy, sure wouldn't mind some pork belly burnt ends. Why don't we save those for Mr. Baxendale when you go back to work? Yeah, you know when these kids go home and they're like, uh, hey, would you have uh, cake and ice cream? Uh, no, we had burnt ends and mac and cheese and chicken parm. No, we weren't allowed to have the cake and the ice cream. That was only saved for the kids that were allowed to sleep over. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we didn't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah all that good food came out after the other kids left. Yeah, all yeah. we got was like some stale crackers yeah. and a juice box. No, but it uh, but it worked out. But Barry Krieger was there. Barry's actually coming in tomorrow. Really? Yeah, because we were talking about uh, things that uh, that annoy him. So uh, he's like, "Oh, I got I got plenty he's, of things that bother me." He's coming in for the whole show. Yeah, I know, right? He's uh no, he's gonna come in for a little segment. Talk about what what bothers Barry. What's bothering Barry? I like that idea. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, he uh, there was a conversation going on at that party. Uh, him and him and my girlfriend were, were chit chatting back and forth, and you know, 
as any topic at an 11-year-old's birthday party uh, goes, it's uh, what would you do if you found out it was it was trying to prepare somebody to get some really grim news. <laughs> like if you know cuz that's what you talk about at yeah, a kid's right. birthday party is yeah. that, you know if you were because my girlfriend was like, "Okay, well I don't I wouldn't know how to prepare myself to receive some really bad news." So then Barry was practicing with her. <laughs> With different scenarios, like role playing. Yeah, he's like, "All right, we'll start out with something. Uh, we'll start out with something uh, quick, like a like a toe. Like, uh, you're gonna you're gonna lose that toe." <laughs> and it was like, "How would you handle each situation?" And uh-huh. it, you know, was ramping up until uh, you have something terminal <laughs> that you would get. <laughs> Barry's remarkably helpful in situations like this. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, it's a, this is the topics of conversation <laughs> that he brings to an 11 year old's birthday party. It's like, okay, let's see how you would react if I told you you had something horribly wrong with you. <laughs> but success you sh- either way. You should have had you know, Barry come to the house to do some uh, some grief counseling with your children. Uh, and I, I got, oh man, I should have told the other story. Uh, I don't know if I can do this real quick or not. There was a there was a birthday cake that we got. Yeah, it, and it was. It was from Moolicious Farms, delicious cake, right? The right. Ice cream cake, and it said, "And my kid wanted I love Harry Styles on the on the cake. That was what she wanted. She didn't want Happy Birthday. She wanted I love Harry Styles on okay. the cake. And then uh, my my friend, uh, she came over and she had she had ice. She had a bag of ice. Okay. She didn't realize that the cake was in the bottom of the freezer, and she put the bag of ice on top of the cake. Oh no! Right? Yes. So then she opens up the the cake and realizes that the Harry Styles part has been smeared now on top of the cake. It's beautiful cake. Ruins, right? Right. Not ruined. It's it just the, but the top up. was smudged. So then uh, Barry is standing next to her and says, uh, did anybody else, does anybody else know you did that? And she said, <laughs> no. And he goes, I'm taking that to my grave. <laughs> No one will ever know. And then my kid was like, "Hey, what happened to the cake?" And I'm like, "Oh, it must have got moved around in the freezer. I don't, I don't know what happened. What's going on there?" But it was just like, "I will take that, that to my, my grave." grave. It's six twenty-four with Bax and Nagel on Rock One Hundred. Six thirty-four. With Bax and Nagle and Rock 102, it's time for news. Brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary Rome will pay you more for your car, whether you trade it or not. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. Police arrested a 26-year-old woman from North Adams on Friday night, charging her with the murder of her grandmother. According to North Adams police, officers arrested Kelsey Cody of uh, North Adams on Friday evening for the murder of her 74-year-old grandmother, Doris Cody. North Adams police say they responded to a 911 call Tuesday from a relative of Doris uh, reporting her deceased in in her Church Street home. Members of law enforcement say they have established probable cause that Kelsey Cody murdered her grandmother on the evening of October 31st and attempted to destroy the evidence uh, in a crime. The district attorney's office said Cody will be arraigned in Northern Berkshire District Court likely uh, today. Uh, you got the daylight savings time thing? Yes. Well, guess what? What? Uh, daylight savings time came to an end over the weekend, and we transitioned back to standard time. Experts have correlated an annual rise in pedestrian-related crashes as drivers adjust to different types of light during their commutes. This is one of the main reasons why they push to make daylight savings time permanent, so you don't uh, you don't have that increase. 
The major safety concern comes on the roads where rush hour traffic meets early darkness. I hate that. I hate the 5 p.m. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, uh, we went out, felt like it was 10 o'clock at night at 5.15. I know. I'm, wa- I'm watching football yesterday. It's 5.37. And I'm looking outside because I had to let the dog out. I'm like, what the hell is this? It feels like well, it's 11 o'clock at night. Wait, who let the dog out? Who? 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 Yeah. I'll tell you what. Uh, you know, I know everyone says you gain an hour of sleep. Uh, with this, with the with the clocks falling back, yeah, that's only uh, relevant if your dog does not wake you up an hour earlier than you were expected to wake up. Oh, yes, your fur babies uh, changing or uh, feeding time doesn't change. They don't understand daylight savings time. I spent four days trying to explain this whole situation to my dog, and I don't think he was listening to a word I said. Because <laughs> I said, listen. Sunday morning, I want to sleep in. I don't want to hear your BS about I'm hungry or I want to go out and pee. I don't, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. And what happens? Five o'clock in the morning, he wants to go out. Now, it's technically six o'clock in the morning, but it's five according right. to the new time change. So now I'm all discombobbled. So so the whole idea of getting an extra hour sleep, I didn't get an extra hour sleep because mm-hmm. then I'm, I'm wide awake because now I'm stewing. Like, I can't believe he disrupted my slumber. I have a uh, I have a clock hanging in my living room mm-hmm. that uh, is now right again. Mm-hmm. Every six months, it's wrong, but now it's right. Now it's now it's back to where it should be because I don't change it. I just leave it up there and go. Wait a minute, it's not two o'clock. Oh yes, it is. The only clocks we really have are on the stove and the microwave. If I fix those, I'm pretty good. Oh, I got to fix the one on my car. But other than that, that's that's all I got to do. I don't need clocks on the wall or anything has to be reset. Everything resets itself. Yeah, the phone does it itself. The The one in my car did it automatically, mm-hmm. which yeah. I, I didn't realize that, that. Remember the old days where you had to take a pencil or a paper clip and push that little stupid button to Boy, get do that, I. Uh, the time is? You don't have to do that anymore. The car updates itself. Yeah, now I, I have like a series of buttons I got to press to get the right time. Uh, the other And con- you know how deficient I am at that. Yes, the uh, the end of daylight saving times causes a 16% increase in collisions between deer and vehicles in the week after the time change. Yeah, because, see, the deer don't follow daylight savings time. Well, the deer Any more than like, my dog does. You don't think the deer go, wait a minute, how come it's getting dark at 5 o'clock now? You don't think they, they no, do that? No, I, I think their uh, their their standard of time really is about light or dark. You don't think uh, there's a heart attack increase in deer have you ever seen a deer wear a wristwatch? Yes. I saw one last week wearing an Apple watch. He was counting his steps, his trots through the woods. <laughs> Stop it. What? How's a deer going to wear an Apple watch without it falling off his hoof? Well, it wraps around. It's vel- there's, a vel- there's a special Velcro band. Well, I better damn, and it better be tight. Yeah, and then uh, you know, and without opposable thumbs or fingers, how's he supposed to put that thing on? Well, he, he's he's trotting through the woods, and it says, uh, "Congratulations, you've reached your activity level for the day. You've closed your rings." Yeah, and then they just bed down when they get that notification. <sighs> they don't have to do that anymore. Um, but yeah, you uh, you got to be careful out there with the daylight savings time. Hunter was uh, Hunter was charged after being found in a tree stand over bait targeting deer on monday october 17th and we're just hearing about it now what is uh bait targeting i don't know this is the way uh things are written i see uh hunter this this is how this sentence is from 22 news 
Hunter was charged after being found in a tree stand over bait targeting deer on Monday, October 17th. Any details along with that story? Yes, yes, there are. According to the Mass Environmental Police, they found a hunter in a tree stand over bait targeting deer with archery equipment. Well, why didn't you just say that in the first line? That would have made a... Well, maybe they're just assuming that if a hunter is reading this, they're going to know what the hell you're talking about. Those of us who do not uh, kill adorable woodland creatures probably wouldn't be able to relate to this story. I never know to them targeting news stories toward one specific group of people. Well, that would be almost like a journalistic like, bias. Well, it's not like this is from the hunting section of 22 News. <laughs> I don't I don't think they've ever done a hunting report before. Earlier this year, the same area was found baited before the start of hunting season, but no one was fa- found uh, in the vicinity. The hunting area was discovered to have 14 cellular, cellular game cameras located alongside the roadway where the stand was, along with nearby trails and two additional tree stands. This also revealed photos documenting the same person spreading molasses and solid mineral baits several Mm. times before and during bear season. The hunter was charged with hunting deer over bait, hunting bear over bait, and unlawful possession of another's license. Do you ever look at like a Bassmaster's catalog? Yes. All right, so it's all outdoorsy stuff, but if if you're doing it all the time, you're considered to be a master? Yeah. But these guys baiting for deer or, uh, or for bear... And they're up there in the tree, and they get really good at it. Do they reach master status? Oh, like uh, would be a master baiting, master bear baiting? Well, I don't know if I'd put it that way, but I mean, you know, you you see where I'm going with this. I mean, yeah. is, are there certain <laughs> levels of of uh, bait? Yeah, well, this experts, this guy is expertise. A, this guy is a, is an amateur baiter. I see. Yeah. He's got to work his way up he's to not it. A, yeah, he's not a he's not a novice baiter. Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. not a, a master uh, baiter. Well, let's hope he doesn't let any of those opportunities slip through his fingers. A uh, 22 News viewer spotted a bobcat in their backyard on Saturday in 16 acres. You know, ever since Mingles closed, we've seen a lot more bobcats just roaming the streets throughout the area. Not as many cougars as they used to be. According to MassAutobahn.org, uh, bobcats frequent various uh, habitats, but they are shy and elusive, making sightings by people uncommon. Uh, but not for this viewer, however. Populations vary across the state with the highest amount in central and western Massachusetts. Bobcats can cover large territories as they can travel as much as four miles in a day. Damn. I don't even like uh, traveling four miles in a day, and I got a car. They say do not attempt to approach a bobcat. If you can, safely take videos or f- uh, photos of wildlife in your neighborhood, and then you can send it to Report it at WWLP.com. You, know, you hear that, that you're not supposed to approach wild animals, but if they're really cute and adorable. Yeah. I mean, would that, does that make a difference? Um, yeah, I think it is. I don't know of anybody personally that's ever been attacked by a bobcat. I've seen more people get injured in a bobcat, like if you're moving, like, uh, say, like logs or pallets. You know, I, I mean, I've seen, you know, I've seen that people get you know injured in those things a hey. lot more than a cat. Hey, the Hawkman's writing in. He's got some venison. Really, he, he loves venison. You know what? That's what it was. It was a wheelchair lift in a tree stand, and he was, uh, he was, he was hunting deer all weekend mm-hmm. long. Yeah, he just sent me uh, uh, pictures of uh, is that venison bacon he's got? Yeah, he was baiting deer. I bet he was. That's what he was doing furiously. Very furiously. Uh, I found this story yesterday on 22 News, too, and I really didn't understand the headline. 
Chicopee police playing cards coming to help introduces new officers to the community. Police playing cards. Chicopee police playing cards coming to help introduces new officers to the community. Oh, they're okay. So they're cards with police officers on them. It's not like they're all playing a whole big game of canasta and bringing the rookies into play. Well, I mean, uh, cops can't gamble anyway on the job. No, but you I mean you can play a well simple game of gin rummy or uh, or uh, you know any number of other great card games. Well, with that guy uh, drinking and driving last week, uh, Chicopee police are gambling almost every day, if you know Look, what I'm I saying. I do know right? what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. do, yes. They're, uh, they're taking it. I, I was going to say, are they going to have, like, the Joker playing card? Is that the mugshot of the guy that got arrested for drunk driving <laughs> through Ludlow? I think so. Uh, the, they were taking a fresh approach to introduce new officers to the community. Thursday, 15 officers were getting their pictures taken for trading cards. The cards will feature a picture of the officer on the front and a personal biography on the back. A group of us were selected to make baseball cards for some of our police officers. We have a lot of new officers. We like to try to get the word out about who they are, so if people see them, they realize we are also human beings too. Try to humanize the badge and let the community know that we're there, and uh, we're there for them uh, on and off duty. And if you see us, you can just say hi. Well, okay. Well, there you go. The cards will be ready in about two months, and the Chicopee Police Department is uh, thinking about creative ways to get the cards in the community. I got the whole Springfield set. I'm missing a big da, though. <laughs> Let's see. I yeah. see your big da, and I, <laughs> I raise you one Vignalt. Yeah, I even got. I actually got the uh, the rookie firefighter card from Luke Cornier, or Cronier, or whatever his name is. No, no, no. That's the fire department edition yeah. now. See, I got I got the retirement card from the police department, and I got the rookie card for the fire department. You know what you could do? Yeah. You could take those police cards, yeah. and you can stick them to the spokes of the bike you stole as you're driving through the, down you know, Main Street in Springfield. No, no. You stick them to the hubcaps of the cruiser you stole from the pizza place <laughs> that, that Big to left the keys in. Yeah, yeah, those are those are great ideas. Yeah, hey, uh, look at this. <laughs> we could hear you in Palmer with those spokes, those cards <laughs> in the spokes. Uh, this cop is probably thrilled right now, but he did miss a golden opportunity for an epic small world after all joke. Last year, a federal agent with a post office named Jeff Andre signed a criminal complaint in New York. It was for a man accused of identity theft who stole $150,000 in COVID relief funds, 32-year-old Quashon Burton. Cops tried to arrest Quashon last November, but he skipped town before they could. And they've been searching for him ever since. But last month, Jeff was on vacation at Disney World and found the guy. No kidding. He was in the Animal Kingdom Park where he noticed a guy who looked a lot like Quashon. And uh, then he knew it was him, and he saw a distinctive neck tattoo with the letter H written in cursive. Jeff called the police, and Disney security apparently tracked Quayshawn through the park. He eventually left, but police caught up to him while he was waiting at a bus stop with two family members. One of the cops had to wrestle him to the ground. He refused to admit who he was. Even after they matched his fingerprints, he's now in jail awaiting trial. Wow. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, you think you're going to be inconspicuous at Disney World and some cop from New York recognizes you? Well, you know, I hate to say this because you know this is not to not to be critical, but sometimes tattoos are distinguishing marks. Mm -hmm. Like there's only like one guy who's got a an H, a cursive H on his neck. Not that many people requesting that one. 
Yeah, it's a Curse of Age. I'm looking at his mugshot now. It's a Curse of Age, uh, and he's got, like, you know, I don't know why people with facial hair, like, people that can't grow facial hair in evenly, mm-hmm. why even bother trying to grow facial hair? He's got, like, a little patch under both, mm. you know, like, above his lip, and then he's got a little patch, uh, you know, like a goatee thing, but it's not even really filled in, and then he's got this, like, patch thing on the side. That's not a good look. No, it's not. But, you know, people don't want to, you know, listen, the the cost of razor blades are very, very pricey. Well, they are, but not, not unless you get one of them Harry's razors that delivers the razors to you every month. Yeah, which I do, but even that can be pricey. Well, how much is that a month? Well, the Dollar Shave Club I, is actually I pay every three months, and I buy a bunch of other stuff along with it. So it's it's more than just a dollar. Well, how much is it? <sighs> Not as much as if you were buying them in a in a uh, like a CVS what, or a Costco. Why can't you tell me? Because I much can't th- remember the dollar figure. It's like I don't know. It's like uh, like forty thirty bucks. Oh. Every three months. You know, you might want to uh, take inventory on all the things that are being charged to your credit card uh, to make sure that you're what not What do you being, think? I'm a dope? Yeah. You're not being falsely charged for something for like you know, that many would, years. Like that would happen twice in a row. Uh, Yeah. I bet you it could happen twice in a row. Please. Your Pioneer Valley forecast today, rainy this morning, then clearing by this afternoon with a high of 74. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 55. It's 65 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Ah, yeah. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 656 and Van Halen. With Baxter Nagel and Rock 102. Rain this morning, then clearing by this afternoon with a high of 74. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 55. It is 67 in downtown Springfield. Join Steve and the Rock 102 road crew at Gary Rome Hyundai this Sunday from noon to 2 for the second annual Trees of Hope. This year's event will feature creative holiday trees, dream gifts, and displays that are being donated by local businesses, individuals, and community organizations for a dollar per raffle ticket. All money raised goes to the Ronald McDonald House of Springfield. So come by uh, Gary Rome Hyundai, 150 Wedding Farms Road in Holyoke this Sunday, noon to 2, with Steve and the road crew to support the Ronald McDonald House of Springfield with Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's weather is so weird, isn't it? It's bizarre. It's like it was Saturday and, uh, you know, I had like a I had like a, a fire going. Nobody wanted to go out near the fire because it was just too warm. It was mm-hmm. like 70 degrees outside. It was crazy for November. You know, uh, my wife uh, needs to sleep with a fan on. Mm-hmm. She she just you know likes the the, yeah, the cool that. air. Yeah. A lot of people do that. No big deal. But I'm an old man, so I get cold at night. Yeah. So uh, I'm always got the the blankets on top of me, wrapped up like a cocoon. Yeah. And uh, last night I was so hot, I couldn't even I couldn't stand being under the blanket. Are you like a the Hume Cronin of cocoon, or are you more the Wilford Brimley of cocoon? <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> I was going to say more of the Don Amici, but, you know, on, on second thought, it probably is Wilford Brimley. More of the Wilford Brimley. Guy yes. Guy. You got to check your blood sugar and you got to check it often. Yeah, I don't want to get the diabetes. No, you don't. Uh, anyway. But, yeah, you're yeah. right. So, I mean, it's like, it, it's just it's just crazy. And I was cleaning, uh, picking up uh, around the house yesterday. I was sweating my ass off. It's like, this is this is not this is not right. Last night, uh, I'm helping my girlfriend out hang, uh, like, the curtains. In her oh, apartment. Boy. Is that where this relationship is going? What do you mean? Where is it going? She's she now having you hang curtains. 
Well, she needed help doing it. You're going to so grout I, a tub next? Well, yeah, she asked me to do it, and I, knowing with full disclosure that I, uh, I'm i not a handy man next, at all. I'm next, just a man. I'm not handy. There's no handy before my title. Next thing you know, <laughs> she'll be taken into New England to meet her parents. <laughs> New England. <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, so, you know, but it was so hot. It, I was, know. it was just like, you know, we had to turn the fan on. It was, it was just like the, this still air, uh, that, that just makes you so uncomfortable. I don't like it at all. I don't like it either. Especially in November. Let's, let's be fall. Let's be autumn. Yeah. I mean, that's what I want. That's what we need. That's what we should be focusing our attention on. Absolutely. Fall. There you have it. Uh, Scott Cohen joining us in just a matter of minutes at 6.59 on Rock 102. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Outdoor Power Headquarters. Steel, Ego, and Craftsman. Rocky's Outdoor Power Trifecta. Hey, good morning sports fans. How the heck are you? As you know, there are times when corporations make mistakes. Colossal exasperating, boneheaded, errors in judgment that simply must and should be corrected in an expedited fashion. I don't have any personal examples for you per se, but I do know that not every organization has the introspection to admit the error of their ways. So when it happens, it's a bit of a shock to the system. For example, yesterday the Boston Bruins decided that after three full days of complaints, indignation, and anger from fans, the media, and other players within the organization that perhaps they were wrong in obtaining the rights to 20-year-old prospect Mitchell Miller on Friday. And so, they decided to cut ties with this young man. Why? Well, perhaps it has something to do with Miller's documented history of repeatedly bullying a developmentally disabled classmate in junior high school. Granted, no adult wants to be indelibly stained by the ignorance and stupidity that they might have exhibited at the age of 14, but in this case, the abusiveness, the cruelty, the lack of remorse, the racism, and the curious absence of an apology, even six years later, caused the Arizona Coyotes to release him one month after he was drafted in 2020. Suddenly, the Bruins land the guy, and everybody has the same question that I did. Why? Folks, the Bruins are the hottest team in hockey. Exactly what role did general manager Don Sweeney and team president Cam Neely see for this dopey idiot? Listen, all you gotta do is Google the abuse that Mitchell Miller inflicted on this poor kid to know that despite him only being 14 years old at the time, is nothing short of inexcusable cruelty. The fact that he was 14 at the time is completely irrelevant. When your actions against another human being sink to this level of, level of depravity, this should become a teachable moment for everybody involved, that our words and actions can have a lifelong impact, not just on us personally, but especially to those who are victimized by that sort of abuse. The fact the Bruins didn't bother to pay attention to any of that until it sparked outrage should make you wonder where the Bruins' management should be the next ones walking out the door. But hey, NFMI Yappin' Sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Rocky's not only sells steel chainsaws, Rocky services and repairs steel, steel chainsaws. Rocky's Ace Hardware, steel chainsaws and steel chainsaw expert, steel chainsaw experts at every Rocky's Ace Hardware, every Rocky's Ace Hardware location. I'm back, that's my view from the couch. Rock. It's Max and Nagel on Rock 102. Going to be uh, rainy this morning, then clearing by this afternoon and a high of 74. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 55 at 65 right now in downtown Springfield. It's 7-Eleven. <laughs> what a joy yep. to welcome back legendary sports broadcaster Scott Cohen. 
Guys, it's great to be here. And I showed up and I got my new Rock 102 hoodie. Yeah, boy. That I'm look, wearing. Yeah. Right. Black is very slimming on you. Yes, it is. It makes you look thinner. Yeah, did you see that tag that came along with it? Whoever yeah. uh, distributed that uh, to you. Uh, what, the my name crossed out and then big fat phony written in <laughs> yeah, on it? Yeah, yeah. Is that the one? Yeah, that's the one we Is this the one you're talking yeah, about? That's the yeah, one. I, I have that's it right. I yeah. got it right here. Actually, you're kind of lucky because normally he would have drawn a penis on it. Yeah, well, it would have been kind of the same <laughs> thing. <laughs> sent, <laughs> sent the same, you know, message. You had so. some issues uh, with uh, my storytelling earlier this morning. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, uh, dude, you, you, you bury, first of all, the, the birthday, it's his kid's birthday story. Yeah. And I'm, uh, so I'm listening. You guys don't think I listen to the show. I really do. Uh, so I'm driving, I'm driving down here. What are our names? Um, yeah. I can't remember. Exactly my point. <laughs> yeah, I, I, be, I believe you only listen to the parts where you're going to be a part of it because you just came in here 10 minutes ago and said, you're doing that uh, Kim Kardashian Kanye thing again? <laughs> yeah, we've only been doing it since September 28th, but well, that's okay. I don't listen to the whole show. Well, you should. Well, I know. There's a lot of... Steve, there's a lot of things that I should do that I don't. All right. So all right. what's uh, what's your beef? All right. So, so, well, first of all, a couple of things. Yeah. You, you, a, you buried the lead. I'll get to that in a minute. Okay. I, and, I'll, you for, and I'm like, holy cow, he's got a house full of 11-year-old girls. That's not, a, that's not a very good look, Steve. And then, thank goodness, you said your girlfriend was there, and I breathed a friggin' sigh of relief. There were other adults there. There's well, nothing yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't abnormal about that. Well, I know, but I... I have children of my own well, who are that, that very age. I know. It's not like I didn't have any children and said, hey, I want a bunch of 11-year-olds no, to come but, over to my house. But, but still, still, Barry Krieger's a chaperone. There's yeah. got... Well, and all right, so I'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. And then the menu, you're serving burnt ends at an 11-year-old birthday party? What, what are you What do you think kids about? don't like burnt ends? No, they Why don't. Not? They don't like burnt ends. I, are you kidding me? Uh, the one kid was like, she was eating them all night long. Well, maybe she wanted to know, uh, you know, if she could take some home with. Well, her. maybe the young young kids up in the hill towns are a little rougher than yeah, the ones. I know. That I'm, I'm, I'm used my, to. my city slicker kids like yeah. the burnt ends. of yeah, Theodore's pretty I'm good like, too. So, all right, so that's yeah. that's all right. Look, uh, that's not happening at my right. house. All right. Uh, so and then and then so you're telling the story. Yeah. Uh-huh. Are you making me laugh? Yeah, well, and then I find it. Then you bury the lead, and you said Barry Krieger was there. Yeah, he was there. Uh, oh. He was there for quite some time. What's he doing there? Why is Barry Krieger at an eleven-year-old girl's birthday party? Barry is a very party? good friend of mine, it's, and Barry uh, oh is invited God. to many of the things that I have at my house. What did you What did you play? Like I work pin- with this guy every day. I, you know, I stopped inviting him years ago because he always says no anyway. So why bother asking? No, him? you know why he didn't. He doesn't come because that's like when you're when you're a friend of a friend. Yeah. The worst friggin' thing in the world is when your friend invites you to their daughter's eleven year old birthday party. Yeah, but you know, in all, in all like, fairness, seriously, Scott, in all fairness, had I known there were burnt ends there, I would have yeah, gone. I would have. I would have. I would have chewed mm-hmm. to the crust of the earth to get there. So what? What kind of party games did you play? Like pin the tail on the retired news anchor, or no? I uh, we have uh, <laughs> I have a, a, a friend of ours who actually watches my girls, and she uh, she took them out, did some like uh, did like hide and seek games and all stuff right. with them, and all that stuff. She's all right. She's a great, great person. She's not fine. Like, it yeah. just seemed. It just was a little d- disconcerting. That's all. What was so disconcerting? I, I, I just right, I, could the, the two of you bitches ha- you, yeah. you settle it uh, out the, outdoors, the food, please. I mean, the menu and then Barry Krieger. Not, it's just like what's uh, wrong with Barry Krieger? No, nothing. Being. Nothing. You obviously have some sort of no, issue. There's with nothing. It. Wrong all right. So with if that. he had invited yeah. like Tom Bavaco, would you have had a problem? <laughs> oh my god. No, because there was no bourbon there. Hey! <laughs> what? Take it easy. What? <laughs> 
Are you kidding me? Tom Bavacqua, I, uh, you Are could you... tell he was half in the bag when he was doing that oh, forecast right. at nighttime. That's enough. <laughs> oh, I'm going to sit at the Sheraton and have martinis before my next newscast. <laughs> Anyway, let's talk some football. What do you okay, say? Okay. okay. How about uh, how about those Patriots? How about those Patriots? They needed that game. They played very, very well. They sacked. I feel so bad for the. Uh, they 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 sacked uh, Erlinger nine times yeah. for a loss of uh, of sixty yards. Man, that's that's a brutal day for that guy. It's a brutal, and it was it was kind of a brutal day for um um for Mac Jones too. He's um he's got some he's got some uh. He's got some work to do. Um, he didn't even throw for 150 yards. I mean, that's a problem. And they're lucky they have Nick Folk, who's you know arguably the best kicker in the league. But really, it was the defensive side. They they uh, Indianapolis was 0 for 17 on third down. Yeah. That key to the key to the game. And instead of being four and five, they're five and four. They've got excuse me a little momentum here going into the bye week. It was it was a huge win. The game was, to be quite honest with you, boring. Yeah, it was well, a boring game until that block punt yep. and that Ramondre uh, Stevenson, uh, Ramondre Stevenson, uh, the touchdown. Yep. Great, great catch yep. in the in the corner of the end zone. Yep, that turned things around mm-hmm. completely. And then at that point, I was able to not keep switching over to that awful game on uh, on Fox. I couldn't stomach watching <laughs> that for more than a second or two. We got to talk about that too. But so yeah. so big win by the Patriots. They needed it. And that they're still uh, they're still a topic of conversation. I think at four and five they, you know they they could have slip slide away, but no, they're all right. They're, yeah, they're fine. Uh, Tom Brady, another comeback, another comeback win for that guy, and a hundred thousand uh, passing yards, passing for yards. He took he um, he got the ball with forty four seconds to go, with no timeouts, and you know I the whole cliche fine one whatever you want to call it he just he just continues to defy uh all the laws of nature um la played prevent defense which is just which is awful and brady picked him apart it's incredible but you know he 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 didn't really particularly have a good day but at the end it's all he he needs to do at the end he opened his eyes and then became tom brady again it was like you know that's that's what separates Tom Brady from everybody else. It's but like, yeah. you know, when you think he doesn't have anything left in the tank, all right. of a sudden he, you know, opens up the reserve tank in place. I thought and I thought your your line earlier this morning about, you know, makes your makes leaving your wife and kids all the worthwhile when you can have a game like that, doesn't it? <laughs> it really does. <laughs> so what about your boys, man? Oh God, they're a mess. They're an absolute mess. And you know, I don't want to you know, belabor the point, but it ain't you know, it ain't just Aaron Rodgers. He's got you know, he's they're making mistakes. No one's, you know, they're missing routes. They're doing they all kinds of things that 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 Aaron Rodgers just has to shake his head about. And and there's other players who are saying, "Listen, you got an opportunity uh, where you're playing with one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Why not make the most of this rather than jerk around and look awful for this guy?" So how about this? You, um, uh, somebody said yesterday we we're having a chat. <clears throat> he signed his what fifty million dollar contract, right? Mm-hmm. And so when when you give 50 million bucks to one guy, d- desert, whether he deserves it or not, that doesn't leave a whole lot of other money to pay other people. And how many times did Tom Brady take the, you know, the hometown discount yep. to spread the rest of the wealth around and get people around him that know what they're doing? Um, what about that, Baxi? Well, I think when you when you look at the, the past 10 years, you know, Yes, he was ba- paid very, very well, and they had better teams. But 
a lot has gone on on that team over the last couple of years. And I think that, you know, at this point in his career, he's like, listen, since the team is not doing what it should be doing to help us win. He, the least said, I can, he says F it and yeah. just give me my money. And you know what? There's a part of me that says I can't really blame him. You know, considering the talent, uh, you know, the extraordinary talent this guy has and how it has been wasted for years, I don't blame him for taking the money and said, screw you. I'm going to at least take care of me now. So this is so this technically is, in your mind, a screw you situation. I I don't think the way he's playing is a screw you situation. I think him signing for that kind of money probably is. Yeah. They I look- think he's got too much pride in how he plays. Uh, but the the rest of the team is not uh, not following in line. Well, at you, all. you know, and I and uh, you can't you know you can't fire the whole team. Yeah. So they've got to do something to shake things up. I mean, you know, is a the head coach under uh, you know is a clock ticking on that guy? I think it is. To be honest, I think it is, and it probably should be because I don't think he's the right guy. And then in their own division, they've got Minnesota, who won yesterday, and they're, what, they're seven, eight, and one right now, yep. and and running away with things. I want to talk about the uh, the Bruins here, okay. uh, real quick, because this weekend has been a very bad weekend for the Bruins. Not on the ice, bad optics, but uh, uh, at the front office, they they signed this guy who had been cast off by Arizona. Uh, he was a, 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 a like a fourth round draft pick. Good player. Good player is irrelevant because yeah. this kid at the age of fourteen bullied uh, a uh, developmentally disabled kid uh, Repeat, repeatedly over repeat, a long period of time. If you read any of the things that that Mitchell Miller is accused of doing to this poor kid, even at fourteen, there's been no real remorse, no apology. It's only six years ago. He doesn't really seem to have learned a whole hell of a lot as a result of he's this. He's a punk. He's a punk. And when the when your own players, when Patrice Bergeron tells the press, I don't understand this. We've got such a good thing going on here. I right. don't know why you would bring a toxic individual like this, even when he was 14 years old. Yep. You know, anyone with this lack of remorse or humanity in his system, why you would bring that that kid into this situation when uh, Patrice Bergeron is telling you that. Right. They said almost to a man, if you if you're not not familiar with the story, go read some of the quotes from over the weekend and some of the things the Bruins players said about their organization and how they look at at not only, you know, the, their sport, their city, the way they look at life. And and, and it, it was really very inspiring. It was. And I, and I have to tell you, they let this kid go. Yep. They wound up dropping him. I think even the, Gary I, Bettman got the, the commissioner of the NHL said, we're not we're not. Even if you, even if they kept him, he's not playing in no. our league. Hell no! And the and American I, Hockey League probably would have done the same thing. And you know what? I think Don Sweeney needs to go with him. You know that's so. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Last year, um, they hired they uh, fired Butch Cassidy, right? Yeah. And um, or Bruce Cassidy, and they, you know, and he was not the problem. Um, the, I mean, then the new coach they have, uh, Montgomery, this year is doing a great job. It's Don Sweeney, man. That's. That's just not good. How he did not know about this this situation. He did, and how, and he, how he, he did he not know? He did. He yeah. did know, and he 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 was looked willing past to, it, willing to ignore, willing to ignore, it. and only acted once it caused outrage. Yep. Yeah, I'm sorry. You got to vet every player that walks into your system. You do. And this kid is an exactly one of those one of those people that red flags should be bursting out all over the place. Yep. You don't touch him with a ten foot pole. 
And not only did they did yeah. they do that, but they 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 signed him to a they signed him to a contract. Yeah, and for everyone who's going to say, well, you know, the guys we're judging a guy on something he did when he was fourteen. No, no go ahead and read it. Yeah, that's read it. In it's your, a lot more complicated than just it oh, is. he was only fourteen. Yep, that's in your that's kind of in your DNA. So, yep. yep. Uh, World Series, that's over. Yeah, you know, I, I much to my chagrin, I was I got to admit I wasn't pulling for the Astros. I'm still. You know, I haven't gotten over the whole cheating thing from a handful of years ago. But Dusty, but Dusty Baker, Baker he deserves yeah, it. Yeah, he deserves it. He's a class act, and you know, uh, good for them. I guess. And, you know, he's. I mean, he's been in baseball for what nine million years. Yep. It's, it's you know, it, it's it's good to see a guy like that get his get his championship, yep. and yep. Uh, and good for him. But yeah, I don't like the Houston. <laughs> Anymore than anybody old Dusty, Dusty sucking on his toothpick finally gets his World Series championship. That's it. All right, we're all out of time. Okay, get out. Okay, time. <laughs> whoops, time to go. <laughs> time to go. You want to invite him to your next party? No, I'm never going to do that. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't come up. Hey, you know what? I'll invite you and then I'll renig the invite. Yeah, yeah. I'll okay, go. good. Yeah, I'll, I'll take oh, it back. Whoops. Ooh. Oh, God, we're tied up this yeah, weekend. Can't make that, it. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> 725 with Scott Cohen with Dax and Nagel and Rock 102. 731 with Bax, uh, Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. What? I know. What? Muscle memory. It's time for news, and it's brought to you by Noonan Energy, reliable service for heating, cooling, electrical, and plumbing. Noonan.com. There's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Muscle memory? You haven't lifted that in six weeks. I know. Why would you, uh, what's so memorable about that? I don't know. I don't know. Just More to, like muscle trauma when you do that. Sometimes, yeah. yes. <laughs> it's like a PTSD reaction. Hey, uh, a water main break in uh, Springfield shut down State Street early Sunday morning. Oh, they made it sound like this just happened. No, it happened it yesterday. 52 minutes ago. Uh, did they update the story then? Oh, 52 yes. 52 minutes ago? Posted November 6th at 8.36, updated at 6.38 a.m. Hmm. But I'm guessing there really was no update. They might have just added the map, the Waze map, to show you where exactly it <laughs> right. was. Yeah, there was or, they, a, or they fixed uh, like a, like a grammatical error. Yeah, I'm telling you about a closure that happened yesterday that the streets reopened, so I don't even know why I'm doing the story. But it is... You ever see the, the the sinkholes that come out of these things? Oh, yeah. The whole, the whole street is like caved in, and you can see the original brick that was underneath the street. And the, uh, yeah, no, it's a hell of a picture. Yeah, how many la- how many layers? Don't they rip all that up when they put the road down, or they just use that as a base? I don't I don't know how many uh, layers it gets to uh, to the point where you get to the center of the Tootsie Pop of Springfield. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, one, a two, two three, three, three. I didn't realize the owl was uh, hanging around uh, hanging around Springfield like that. Uh, let's see, uh, they're ta- this whole daylight savings time thing, they're really, they're really talking about how it's impact it can impact your health. Yeah. Because there's really nothing else to talk about, so they put, you know, an emphasis on this whole daylight savings time. We turned the clocks back this past weekend for the transition out of daylight saving time. This, uh, is it savings or saving? I would, uh, savings, but I, I, what do I know? This change can impact your health. The fallback to standard time just doesn't just have an effect on our rest. It also is shown to have serious health impacts, such as elevated levels of depression. Lack of exposure to sunlight is proven to have a negative effect, negative effect on people's moods 
and hours in the sun are harder to come by on standard time. According to Northwestern Medicine, transitioning between standard and daylight saving time can also lead to weight gain, slower metabolism, and cluster headaches. I get that uh, mm. just coming to work here every day. There are uh, many countries that have abolished daylight savings time because they think it's stupid. And you know, not all of them are like little tiny, little tiny places. You know, I mean, and and I don't see anything wrong with countries like uh, Iraq, Iran, uh, Kazakhstan, Kyrgyzstan, uh, Russia, yeah. Samoa. They don't. They don't. They don't put up with this nonsense. No, they don't put up with this nonsense. And the, you know, the thing about the about changing it is, is I have not spent enough time to really kind of figure out what's gonna happen if we just stop. Yeah. Because I forget. Well, what's the real time? Like, like what's this is normal time now, right? This? Yes. This was what it's supposed to be. This I is think. what it's supposed to be. This is yeah. actual time. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, over the course of the year, I'm not so sure what this is going to look like because I've spent really no time or effort figuring it out. I just, I, I find it uh, unnecessary that we even do this. I would have rather had more daylight uh, at the nighttime. I don't care about the morning. And then people will say, well, the kid's going to the bus. You know you know what? I, I, it was dark almost every day when I took the bus when I was a kid. Yeah. Because I got on the bus so early in the morning. So what's the difference? You know, I've, uh, I like the nightlife. I like to part boogie. On the disco ride. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the, the, but the whole the whole idea of this, uh, this daylight saving thing. It's garbage. It is garbage. We don't need it. I don't like going outside at 5 o'clock and having it feel like it's 10 p.m. <laughs> That's what it felt like yesterday. It just got so dark so quickly. And then, and, it, and then it's even screwing you up even more when it's 72 degrees outside. Yeah, that's not helping either. In November, which is weird. Here's an update. Uh, Agawam police identified 8-year-old girl. That's the headline. Okay. What are the details of that story? The Agawam police identified 8-year-old girl as of 12.07 p.m. And the rest of the story? Uh, according to the Agawam police, her name is uh, possibly Arielis, and she is 8 years old. She possibly. Is she is wearing a black winter jacket, a pink unicorn top, cheetah print pants, and sandals. As of this afternoon, she was reunited with her family. That was yesterday. I see. But... Uh, who put that up on the website without anybody saying, what does that even mean? Agawam police identified eight-year-old girl. I think that is an eight-year-old girl. Well, there's lots of eight-year-old girls around. Yes, but that one, but I believe, is one, eight. I, I don't get it. I don't get what, the, <laughs> what, the, what these, these people do. It's journalism. And I'm sure when Barry Krieger's here tomorrow, we will rip journalism a new one. Is it really journalism? It's actually a lack of journalism. You know, because we, I think headlines are supposed to give you an idea of what the story's about. You know, we told you last hour about the bobcat spotted in 16 acres. Mm -hmm. Well, another bobcat was spotted uh, in Munson. The viewer lives near a family of deer, so they were surprised to see their first bobcat. According to the Audubon Association, the bobcat uh, is, is the only species of wildcat found in Massachusetts. Populations of bobcat, bobcats vary across the state with the highest density in central and western mass, lower density in the northeast, and they are rare to absent in the southeast. 
As with all wildlife, do not attempt to approach one, mainly when they have young. Bobcats are known to kill livestock or unsupervised small pets as well. Hmm. They're nasty. They're adorable, though. They are cute. Very, very friendly otherwise. Yeah, it's like having a like a big uh, like a, a big Morris hanging around your backyard. Yes. You open some tender vittles. Bobcat comes running over there. And if he's not uh, you know, chewing through your leg, he's going to go right for those tender vittles. Yeah, uh, this one likes live chickens and their livers. Yes. Not just the meow mix that comes out of the thing. But the, 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 the bobcat uh, coming around, how is this, why is this, why are these unusual stories? They really shouldn't be unusual. I mean, you remember when like bears were finally starting to come out of the woods yeah. and bother people? Like that was, like that was news. I can, I can tell you, you know, there's bears all over New England. There are? Yes. You'll find bears everywhere. Well, they said the population is like exploding. Yes. There was like 300 more bears. Uh, They're making a comeback. Than there were last year. Well, there's these, it's all this bear sex going on. You know, it, normally well, these this, bears weren't procreating all over the place. Normally, this would be the time that they're getting ready to hibernate. But when, and listen, if it's going to be 75 degrees in what is almost the middle of November, you know, a week away from the middle of November, <laughs> yeah, they're not going to hi- uh, you know, hibernate when it's like, you know, 60 degrees out. No, probably They're going to be not. out there on the prowl looking for picnic baskets and, you know, jars of honey. Uh, a rollover crash in West Hartford that left one person with serious injuries is connected to a shots-fired report on uh, University of uh, St. Joseph campus. Massachusetts State Police reported that they were searching for 22-year-old Darnell Barnes in connection with the shooting that happened in West Hartford early Friday morning. West Hartford police now uh, say that Barnes was taken into custody, sh- custody shortly after 11.30 p.m. Sunday night and we'll hold a press conference today with more information on the arrest. They were looking for this guy all over the hill towns, hmm. or for a little while anyway, because right. then they probably realized, hey, he's probably not anywhere near here. They found his car abandoned on the side of the mass bike. It was after the show on Friday. And then uh, they put all the schools in lockdown. Right. Uh, <clears throat> but nobody could find this guy. I don't, I, I don't know how he was apprehended. They don't say that in the thing. Well, that'd be good to know. But, uh, you know, a, a, a guy from the city will never make it out in the wilderness like that. <laughs> no. No, they won't. That's like one of those things where you really didn't plan your getaway. You know what I mean? You can't really blend into the, the city scenery. Well, you know, uh, you would think that he, us here in Western Mass would be used to, like, you know, the outdoors, you know, uh, hiking, uh, you know, survivalism and, uh, you know, whatever have you. But, you know, this is a, you're right. I mean, the city slickers of this town would never know how to fend for themselves. No, they wouldn't. They're not. Uh, it, <clears throat> it requires different skills. Mm-hmm. You know, that's right. Yeah. You know, you, you're maybe you're used to walking like on your normal escape route. You're used to walking through uh, like uh, train tunnels and, and uh, right. uh, sewer systems or something like that. Hey, you're out in the middle of the wilderness. Right in the middle of Blanford. You're lucky you ever get out of it. What? Yeah, how the hell do you ever find your way out? <laughs> I mean, what's, what's the nearest uh, level of society outside of Blanford? Um, God, Pittsfield? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. 
Uh, two shoplifters stole a bunch of stuff from a Ross Dress for Less store in Springfield, Missouri on Saturday, and they both uh, brought their own ride. They fled in two different cars and were trying to get out of there as fast as possible, but they rushed a little too much and then ended up crashing into each other at a nearby intersection. Okay. I told you to go this way. Well, you said you were going this way. I was going that way. No, 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 no. Now what are we going to do? They both got out and uh, took off on foot, but uh, police tracked them down nearby anyway. They're facing misdemeanor theft charges. Again, with these uh, these criminals, make sure that you have your uh, your routes uh, picked out. You have do your not way- have uh, ways yeah. ready. Even uh, even Google Maps will get you where you need to go. Even Apple Maps wouldn't let you crash into each other. Even though Apple Maps sucks. True, but if you if you tell Siri, you know, get me to any place but here, she yeah. will send you someplace different. You know, the more I use GPS and the more I uh, rely on it, I can see how, you know, when you ever hear these stories about these people who are like, oh, she drove right off a dock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the thing doesn't know that it's not a road. Right. Sometimes the, the GPS doesn't realize that that's a pier that you're driving <laughs> off of. My my car is like a 2014. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, getting, it's getting up there. And uh, so, like, all the navigation system, is all 2014 navigation. Uh, so n- none of the uh, none of the exit numbers have changed. Yeah, I was going to say, you're, yeah, still, no. you're still getting off at exit 4. It'll tell you, you get off on exit 24, and tw- exit 24 is no longer exit 24. It's 37 or whatever it is. Yeah. It's very easy to get lost that way. My GP- my GPS is a freaking liar is what she is. You got, uh, you got a crap GPS. I do. Why That's- don't you update it? <clears throat> well, that's or is why the I, software so old that it can't I, be updated? I, I think it's the difference between why, for example, uh, you, you're like Apple would no longer covers you know the Apple three. Oh, yeah, it's like uh, it's yeah, just that, outdated, kind of outdated stuff. Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today going to be uh, eventually sunny with a high of 74. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 55. It is 66 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. It's 750 and sticks with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Going to be sunny uh, now that the rain is gone, a high of 74. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 55. It's 66 right now in downtown Springfield. Rock 102's annual Mayflower Marathon returns for the three days prior to Thanksgiving. Uh, Steve and I will be broadcasting for 52 hours starting at 6 a.m. on Monday the 21st until 10 a.m. the 23rd from outside the South End Market in MGM Springfield. Not in the old place. It's a brand new place. Excuse me. The goal is to fill three 48-foot trailers with non-perishable food donations for the Springfield Open Pantry who desperately need your help. Start up your collection at work, at school, at home, around the neighborhood. Whatever you can do, you can also donate online. Thanks to all of our sponsors, including Capital Moving and Storage, Manny's Appliances, Xfinity, Camping World of West Hatfield, 413 Dumpsters, and many more. Get all the details at rock102.com. It's the Mayflower Marathon brought to you by Dave Miner Exterior Home Improvements, Liberty Bank, and Gary Rome Hyundai, all on Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. Benchmark time. Hit it. Now hear this with Bex and Nagel on Rock 102. All right. Clip number one. The Houston Astros won the World Series for the second time since 2017 on Saturday night. Here's the final call of game six. By the way, uh, Houston four, Philadelphia one. Ready? Yep. There goes the runner. Fly ball down the right field line. Tucker comes on. Kyle Tucker. This time they finish the job. Uh. 
Houston Astros, world champions. You know, I'm not a uh, not a fan of the Houston Astros, but mm-hmm. I always wanted to be in a stadium that was rumbling that loud. Just once. Is that the sound of the rumbling of the crowd, or is that the sound of the garbage cans being you know, bashed in the in the uh, in the uh, in the dugout. Maybe that's the sound of the, the garbage. Because that sounds like Houston Astros baseball to me. Yeah. Uh, clip number two: El Paso. El Paso. <laughs> I was in El Paso uh, for a full month one weekend. No, it was a. F- I see. I did this over the weekend too, and I I I couldn't remember the line. I spent a month. A month's night in El Paso? I can't remember the damn line. Anyway, I El spent Paso. a month in El Paso one night. Uh, that's what it is. Uh, Texas high school students uh, have to do their SATs over because the tests were compromised after flying out of a UPS truck. Here's uh, students Freddie Chavez and Reina Porras on witnessing the papers falling out of the truck. I just saw a bunch of papers everywhere. I had no idea what it was. I didn't think much of it, but I just decided to grab my phone and record it. She was like, oh, they're actually Scantron bubbles because you can see the little bubbles if you really looked. So my mom, as a joke, was like, oh, they're your PSAT scores because I had taken that the day before. And today I just found out that they were actually the SAT scores from our school. Man. Now you're going to spend all that time taking it all over again. I remember having to take those and it was like six hours on a Saturday. Oh, yeah. You go there early on a Saturday morning. You don't get out until 2 or 3 in the afternoon. Do you remember your scores? Yeah. Uh, I think it was a 5 and a 1. <laughs> and then I think uh, my verbal scores were like 550, and my math score was a 4. Yeah, I, I didn't do very well on them. Yeah, no, not not at all. But you know what? That doesn't define who a human being is, does it? Well, it doesn't, it doesn't hurt. Well. Uh, clip number three, a woman is making headlines after calling 911 on a barbecue joint for serving her pink meat. Uh, uh, what now? Apparently, uh, she thought it was raw, when in reality, that's just the color of the barbecue when the meat is smoked. Here is the actual 911 call from a customer, Annie Hall, along with Clyde Cooper's barbecue owner, Debbie Holt, explaining what happened. 911 Pink barbecue. That's when it's good. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, what's her What's her beef? Actually, what's her pork? Oh yeah, uh, right. You know, it's pink on the inside. I've been. Uh, I know my wife and I have this disagreement over uh, whether pork can be pink or not. She's uh, dead set against pink pork, but I uh, I happen to like it a little. Uh, not underdone, you know, it cooked, yeah. cooked, but you know, just but juicy. I don't like it overcooked. Well, I don't like it. Um, I don't like it uh, chewy. Yeah. That's that can be I've had that happen. Yeah, I don't before. like that either. Yeah. Where you can't tell cuz it's like smoked, but it's is it done? Mhm. You know, thanks to Hawkman giving me that meat thermometer, I now know now when you my know. meat is fully cooked. Exactly. Uh here's clip number whatever the hell we're on. Uh here's a woman on TikTok watching a video of someone else making popcorn in a wok. It's uh, fascinating how quirky she is and how excited she gets when the corn is finally popped. It looks like you're making popcorn. Can I have some? Give me some popcorn. 
give me some popcorn right now. I'm craving for some popcorn. I don't care what movie we're watching. I'm craving for some popcorn. Where's my popcorn? Well, she's uh, mm. she's single. <laughs> yeah, because there's not a man alive that can handle that for oh more than a five God. seconds at a time. Can you imagine listening to that no. all day long? I'm not a violent person, but it would be everything I could not to just smack her over the head with my hot walk. Your hot walk? My hot walk. Uh, speaking of uh, the Wong walk, we should go there to eat one day. I haven't been to the Wong walk in a long time. Well, it, it's a very long walk to get there. It's a little long for, uh, yeah, for this yeah, time yeah, of day, yeah. but, I, uh, you know, I'd be willing to uh, drive. Hey, you got me hungry for Chinese food. It's not a long drive. I really want uh, my My mail keeps coming across. That's what that is. what that is. Whenever you hear that sound, mm-hmm. that's me using this computer to play those audio clips and then my mail coming in. <sighs> Isn't that great? That is Isn't great. That very professional. Very for professional. A, for a broadcaster it to is. be having his mail uh, notifications. It definitely is. What about the AOL you've got mail thing? I, I missed should, that. I should probably do that one, too. That guy's walking around the street with nothing to do. Uh, it's uh, it's 7.57, and that's Now Hear This with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Outdoor Power Headquarters. Steel, Ego, and Craftsman. Rocky's Outdoor Power Trifecta. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, we're going to skip right over that Green Bay-Detroit Lions debacle this morning and talk about another quarterback in the NFL, one that was able to forego the terrible day he was having and still managed to lead his team to an unexpected victory. I'll give you three guesses who I might be talking about. Tell you what, I'll make it easy for you. It's Tom Brady. Remember that guy? Yesterday at 45 years old in his 22nd season of his somewhat impressive career, Tom Brady was playing like a broken-down old man for most of the game but then staged an improbable come-from-behind victory with 44 seconds left to play to beat the L.A. Rams 16-13. The game not only helped the Tampa Bay Buccaneers avoid the longest losing streak that Tom Brady has seen in 20 years, they also beat the team that beat them in last year's Super Bowl. Not only that, but in the second quarter, Tom Brady became the first quarterback in NFL history to hit 100,000 career passing yards, a record that includes both regular and postseason totals. He also ties that record... The, uh, the record of, 40 th- of his 43rd fourth quarter comeback, a record that had been previously held by Peyton Manning. And if that wasn't good enough for you, I should also mention that he's totally single, ladies. Totally single and ready to mingle. Now, if I didn't know, Betty, I know any better, I'd say that Tom Brady almost found a pulse playing against those Rams yesterday. Sure, there were moments when he looked tired, dragged out, and miserable, like every other 45-year-old man. But I'd give you that guy and a football in his hands with 44 seconds left on the clock, and he might still surprise you. Sure, his numbers aren't what they used to be. Sure, he doesn't have the mobility he had when he was 43 or 44. But the, the guy can drop short yard passes into the end zone like nobody else. It almost makes leaving your supermodel wife and children completely worth it, because winning football games is a hell of a lot more fun. But hey, it's my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. So when does grilling season end? I'll tell you when. Never. Get a grill you love at Rocky's and grill year-round. A Weber gas grill, a Traeger wood pellet grill, a big green egg. What's your style? They got your grill and all the gear at your neighborhood Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 810. 
And Led Zeppelin with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, Going to be uh, sunny now. Uh, the rain is gone and a high of 74. And then it gets much cooler uh, later on tonight. It's going to go down to 38 tonight. That's crazy. Which is weird. We just had to, 74 for a high and then 38 for a low. Tomorrow, 55 for a high and 29 for a low. It's uh, 67 right now in downtown Springfield. Um, yeah, a couple of things uh, to talk about. Uh, first of all, this thing out of Palmer, the with the uh, Palmer School District. Yes. I have been, and I know you've gotten some too, inundated with emails about the, quote, reign of terror yeah. under former Superintendent uh, Patricia Gardner out there. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I think I've been CC'd on every email that you've gotten, and um, yeah, and I and I've been I've been reading through all of them, and I cannot believe that you, there's a pat there's obviously a pattern here with the behavior of this person that was in that job, and and the correlation to the, these folks who have been hit with harassment orders or no trespass orders to stay away from the school, and the more I think about it, I was like, what an easy way to shut somebody up. If you don't like the critical nature of the complaints that are coming from the people that are in your school district, mm-hmm. you file a no trespass order of them, and then they can't even talk or say anything about it anyway. It's it's kind of, um, I don't know. Well, it, it's you know, yeah. The thing is, I mean, it's a it's a it's a very thin line between legitimate and complaint, legitimate mm-hmm. complaints. And then the disruption of a public hearing. <laughs> so, yeah. You know, I mean, it's like, it, it, I don't want to say that either side is right or wrong here because, I mean, I'm trying to look at this whole thing, you know, quite objectively. But, you know, of course, the uh, the school committee doesn't want to hear the complaints. One, the superintendent's gone. Yeah. Okay. So, so that's, in their mind, well, this is a resolved issue. It's not a resolved issue. But it's not issue. a resolved issue, especially if your kid's been bullied or yeah. if you as a parent has been bullied by a superintendent or you know, whatever it may be. Well, it seems it seems like there there was a lot of uh lack of of, of care for the kids who uh need have special needs. Mm-hmm. There seems to be uh, some disdain against many of the faculty members uh of of the Palmer school system. And uh it's it. It just seems to me like it's not one person complaining about it. It would be, I think, it would be a lot different if it was just one person who right. had a, you know, a a bug up their craw, if you will, uh, against this Pat Gardner. But it's many people, and it's many <laughs> different takes on on the methods that she used to get people to not complain or, or not be p- part of the discussion at, at meetings. You know, my, my dad worked in a school system for, you know, virtually his entire career. And, uh, and you know, my wife is a, is a teacher. I've mentioned that before. And, I, you know, my dad's wife used to work in uh, the office of a school for, for many, many years. One of the things that just seems to be true, and I'm not mentioning names or pointing fingers because, again, I'm getting this from a bunch of different sources. I got a bunch of family members that are in education, principals, teachers, you name it. I got a lot of it. It sounds like that oftentimes the most mature people in a school system Mm -hmm. are the students. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it does come down to that. I hate to say that. It sounds a whole lot worse than it probably is. But, you know, and and I don't mean to be having to be hyperbolic, but I mean, when you read a story like this and you read what's being accused of the outgoing superintendent, you kind of scratch your head going, hmm, 
Yeah. I don't think that would fly very well if I had you know similar complaints. And then diving a little deeper into it, you know, many of the people that have written in and and here's the other thing. They all want to remain anonymous because they're afraid of any repercussions yeah. of what would happen if we mentioned their name uh, and what the what this woman would do or what the school board. But would unfortunately, do. a lot of people who do who make these anonymous yeah. complaints what they face yes, scrutiny on one yeah. side but they are you know, dismissed on the other. Well, if they're you know, if they're uh, you know, anonymous, how serious could it be? Well, it's well, really it's, for it, their own protection yeah, themselves and their families. It's it's pretty serious because you don't want to be in trouble with the law over something that you shouldn't be in trouble over the law for. Uh, but the, so I'm trying to like at least I, I wish you know 22. They say they listen to us in the morning mm-hmm. and then they talk about us in their morning meeting when they do that. You know what? Somebody should do a, like a maybe a twenty-two I team report on this whole or, thing. Or you know, Western Mass News. Yeah. Yeah, I'd would be, be happy one. to give you all the emails that I've gotten. <laughs> I'll, probably, I'll redact they, the. I'll, like I said, I'll redact the names, and then uh, you know, if uh, they want any more information, I'll reach out to that person who sent me that email, and I'll, I'll give them information if they if they choose to do that. But, I mean, uh, they don't they don't always have the ability to do a whole lot of investigative work, but. There's something going on there, and yeah. if, if these emails are are to be believed, I have no reason that they're not truthful. And it sounds like it was going on a lot longer than than this woman was in in power over there yeah. as, as a superintendent. And so. again, it's not resolved just because the superintendent is gone. No, because you still have a school department that put this person in place, and they have to hire in somebody else. Yeah. Uh. So, uh, we'll we'll. We're working on that one. Yeah. Because that, that, I need to get, you know, we're not how, do- to, how we're, to learn how to approach this. We're uh, not kind of dodging the story. Listen, we're I'm trying a- to understand exactly yeah. what just happened. I have a hard enough time telling you what Kim Kardashian did with her weekend, uh, let alone. Uh, you know, I can barely read a clock. What's going on over with Pat Gardner over yeah, at right. Palmer. No kidding. Um, Powerball, up to $2 billion. $1.9 billion. <sighs> And here's what uh, what I I learned. First of all, I learned that the uh, that the woman who does the drawing actually a, a very attractive woman. What's her name? I don't know. I'm trying to figure that out. But you know, uh, more importantly, if you were to win, okay, you were to win this, it would wind up being for the. Hold on. Now let me just make sure I got this right. The the cash value would be nine hundred and twenty nine point one million. The cash value. Okay. All right. Now, I don't know what that means, like after taxes or fees or what have you, but I could probably find a way to squeeze by with even half of that. Yeah. It it might not be as easy if I got the whole 929 in my pocket, although my pocket would seem awful stuffed if it had that kind of cash in it. But uh, yeah, nobody wins. And, and they, haven't, they haven't won since August. August. That seems impossible to me. There's not one person that can figure this damn thing out. Well, uh, you know, it sometimes uh, it's a one in 300 million chance of winning. So uh, it's not likely that the winner will come. I mean, ha- think about all the other drawings that happen all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, how, how much time is in between all of the drawings? I don't know. I know there was uh, somebody in Massachusetts that won. Uh, you got five out of five. Five out of five. Uh, Powerball match five out of five. It's a million dollars. Somebody in Massachusetts won. I had not checked my, I have not checked my numbers. 
because the moment I heard that uh, it's going to roll over to two billion, I thought, well, then I don't need I don't need to check my numbers. But you actually do need to check your numbers. Yeah, because you could win fifty thousand dollars or a million dollars. A million dollars, right? Or uh, you could win four dollars by having the Powerball. Yeah, I don't know who this uh, this lady is drawing the Powerball numbers, but all right. You see what I'm saying though? Yeah. You looking at her? Yeah, well, I don't even know what her name is. I don't. I, I honestly have no Here, idea. Here, turn this on, and maybe we can figure it out. Ready? Uh, okay, yes. Favorite jack- Let's see. It's time to play America's favorite jackpot game. This is Powerball. Good evening, America. I'm Laura Johnson. Laura Tonight Johnson. Laura Johnson. Yeah. Let me look that name up yeah. on the internet and see if I can find a Laura Johnson somewhere in America. You know what Laura Johnson said when she got to the Powerball? No. <laughs> I had not heard Laura Johnson's voice, and that was actually actually a turnoff. You think so? Yeah, I'm not crazy about the voice. Oh, come on now. You ever have that? Uh, you have someone uh, that you, you you like see on the on the internets, and their voice is so annoying that you just want to rip your ears off. Yeah, there's a woman that does uh, videos. They're like uh, recipe videos. She cooks. It's like it's called uh, Natasha's Kitchen. Attractive, uh, attractive young lady, yeah. making all kinds of food that looks really good. But the moment you turn the volume on and you hear her voice, yeah. all of a sudden that delicious food makes you want to hurl because the voice is so grating and annoying. Got my kid watching this uh, YouTube thing, uh, Sniper SS Sniper Wolf. I don't know that one. She's this, you know, probably young lady, uh, probably like mid twenties, maybe early thirties, mm-hmm. and she uh, she basically does, um, like a Tosh point oh kind of thing, but on her own, and she makes a lot of money doing it. She does these, uh, you know, she plays internet videos and then comment commentates on, okay, them and uh, you know makes jokes and all that stuff. It's she's the most annoying person I have ever listened to. Uh, are these all uh, no? Safe? You, I see. That's the thing. I don't like that. I had to. I had to ban this thing from my house because okay. I didn't know. Uh, you know, you didn't some know. of the questionable material that was coming out of this whole thing. But uh, very annoying. Very annoying. Person. Yeah, I'll have to listen to it after because yeah. I. I just don't know what kind of profanity this woman's. Uh, doing. Well, because she talks like this. Oh, yeah, yes. it's it's like why are you talking like that? You don't. You don't need to talk like that because she, you can tell she's doing it as an accent because she slips up every once in a while and she mm-hmm. sounds like she's, you know, just talking normally. But she does this whole like it, it's, it's it's really annoying. It's yeah. really annoying. I believe you. Yeah. Let me see if I can find Natasha's kitchen. This I mean, it's again, food looks good. You know, recipes are decent. Oh, my God. This woman's voice is just freaking terrible. Now I got to listen to an ad here. Hold on a second. Let me see if I can. Just, just, just imagine like every day having to have conversation. How to make the coziest autumn soup? It's so simple and totally tastes gourmet. Using this humble squash. Check this out. Oh, oh stop talking. Oh, it's so painful. Hey guys, what's up? Don't forget to subscribe and like below in the comments. Smash the like button for all my videos. All right. <clears throat> These people are annoying. Any video on YouTube that begins with, hi guys, I, hey automatic- guys. I automatically dismiss the garbage. What's up? We are ready to rock and roll this morning. Smash that like button. Yeah. And yeah, the people with all these videos, why, what have I done wrong? 
You're talking about like these people making twenty thousand dollars a month making videos over stupid, stupid stuff. Yeah, and yet the like the the people that are actually putting videos that uh, that are that are really good, intellectually sound, good videos like uh, like the ones we've done or that that kid with the corn. Yeah. I don't know what that kid's getting. I don't. I don't either. But uh, I love that kid with the corn. I noticed some of these uh, YouTubers though; they're already like rich kids. Yeah, I know. Like their parents get, you know, they live in affluent neighborhoods, especially with the videos that they do. You can tell they live in really nice homes. Mm -hmm. And it's like, yeah, these aren't normal children. <laughs> this isn't like most of America is no. not like this. No. And they, and they live in these fancy homes and they drive these fancy cars and then they. Yeah. Uh, and the and these parents yeah. are the new stage moms yeah. uh, of the uh, of the new millennium. And it's, it's, it's disturbing as hell. It's ridiculous. It is awful. Shut off. It's uh, 8.23 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Football. 8.30 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary Rome will pay you more for your car, whether you trade it or not. It's time for news. Here's uh, Steve Nagel. Who do, who are you going to say? <clears throat> Nobody other than Steve Nagel. Are you sure? Yes, local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. A North Adams woman was arrested Friday night for the murder murder of her grandmother. According to the Berkshire District Attorney's Office, it's anticipated 26-year-old Kelsey Cody will be arraigned uh, in Northern District Northern Berkshire District Court this morning on charges of murder, assault with intent to murder, and destruction of evidence. Police have uh, established probable cause. Kelsey murdered her grandmother on October 31st and attempted to destroy crime evidence. North Adams police responded to a 911 call from a relative of 74-year-old Doris Cody that uh, said she found her dead inside her Church Street home, and that's all the information that we have about that. Uh, local celebrities put on their dancing shoes Saturday for a great cause. They the did? The 13th annual Fancy Steps Dancing Around the World event was held at the log cabin up in Holyoke. <sighs> One of the uh, celebrity dancers was the very guy that's going to be here in 10 minutes, Mr. Gary Rome. Gary Rome dances? R I guess so. No kidding. I had no idea. I think gonna, you know a guy. We're going to ask him about that when he comes in here. I am, uh, I'm sure it's a great cause and a great event. I am so glad that nobody has ever asked me again to do one of those events. The dancing thing? Somebody asked me years ago to be in like a Dancing with the Stars event, and yeah. I- I think my answer was so emphatically negative about it that they've never asked me again. Uh, like, I probably even went overboard to talk about how little I wanted to participate in a dancing event. I used to host the, I believe it was the, what's the, is it the Lions Club? Maybe it's the Lions Club. Now I can't remember. Some sort of club. Yeah, it's the, the club that does all the good things. I don't know. One of those, right? Ones. One of them. I used to I used to do that over in West Springfield. We had uh, we had the likes of uh, of uh, former West 